Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, John Bloom, voice of the Suns, but also a great Bay Area 49ers fan. Is there anything you'd like to say uh, to or about Jimmy Garoppolo on your way out the door? Yeah, thanks, Jimmy G. Uh, you know, thanks for, for the effort and uh, being there whenever you've been called on with class, professionalism. Uh, it's a message and a, and a model for many people to follow. And uh, good luck with the Raiders. I mean, look, I, I'm not a Raiders guy. I'm a Niner guy through and through. My wife just got me a beautiful 49ers golf bag, which I took me last week to Pinehurst with a lot of pride. We got Brock Purdy rocking the house, and he's from, you know, uh, Arizona, so people don't even hate me anymore more rocking the Niner bag in Arizona now because the quarterback's from there. So there's a lot of good stuff as far as that's concerned. But with Jimmy, I'm going to say thank you. And apparently we got a, a real strong D lineman today. Is that the case? That is yeah, the case. Yeah. We also we also got Sam Darnold. Have you been running around and you don't know that yet? Or did you know that? <laughs> no, I, I saw that, but that's not a headline for me. You're a USC guy. I know, you know, former USC good, radio guy. So yeah, you're yeah, all totally. in on the Trojans. I get yeah, it. Don't but you, they, you know, me. I, I hope Sam does well. But for my money, let's go with the young guys with Brock and Lance—it's somebody's going to get it done out of those. You, you should it's know good better than that. Take right Sam there. Darnold is not a former Trojan; he is a former San Clemente is it, uh, Triton or Titan. That sounds oh. about right. Yeah, he—he he, he, <laughs> my my nieces and nephew go to the same high school. They love Sam. They're going to be all excited. And in fact, my nephew and uh, brother-in-law are huge Rams fans and huge Sam Darnold fans. So this is going to make their head shake, and that's what I want. I'm in. I'm yep. in on that. As there long as the, the Vaccaro family is excited about it, then I'm excited as well. There it is. There it is, John. Have a good call tonight, John. Uh, have a great call. and uh, have an enjoy, excellent call, John. Enjoy Chase Center. Thank you. And tell KD uh, we miss him. I'm going to try to fit a Huey Lewis lyric in tonight. That's my goal. Nice. Oh, yeah. uh, w- uh, can we get a preview or no? No. Okay, no. You might get, you know, maybe let you play the highlight after the Suns win. Oh, wow. I, I love mean, that. Okay, easy with after the Suns win. The Warriors don't lose at yeah, Chase. John, this game's not being played in Phoenix. Plus, Tim Roy would be really ticked off if we start playing your highlights on 95.7 the game. Good call. But, uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, hey, he likes Huey, too? Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't? Um, John, if it's, if it's hip to be square, you're dead to me. No, it's not going to be. I'm just letting no, him know. You're way more intricate yeah. than that. You're yeah. safe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Johnny, welcome to town, buddy. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, there it goes. That's John Bloom. Uh, that happens to be like my best friend. I was going to um, say, yeah, he's probably my favorite of all the friends of yours I've met. Yeah, yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah, so. I mean, uh, you have... You have a surprisingly impressive cadre of former co-workers and friends. Rich Ornberger, friend of the program. He's a good dude. The burger. John yep. Bloom. Bloomy. Don't forget Momo. Momo. I was, I was getting there. <laughs> kind of jumped the, he jumped the queue. Sorry. My punchline, not yours. <laughs> I don't even know who else I would go with. Remember, but yeah. remember that time I ran into Bucky Brooks totally. at the LA airport? Remember that? <laughs> That's right. And he told me stuff about the Niners. John Bloom with a Pinehurst flex. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. Oh, yeah, he can golf. No, 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 no. That man, he, yeah. he, he can play. He can play. He was the third best player on the San Mateo High School golf team when Aaron Oberholzer was the number one. Okay. number Aaron, who got to, I think, number 22 in the world uh, and now currently works for the Golf Channel and once upon a time won the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. And he's another one of your friends who's a good dude. Yeah. We'll have him on well, uh, in Masters, yeah, week, Masters for, week. For sure. For sure. Who is the number two player on that team? Uh, his name, and I wonder if he's listening, he is a uh, an officer of the law in San Jose now. I love him. His name is Trent Tesler. Trent? 
who, uh, gosh, we you know we text on birthdays. It's kind of one of those things. I haven't seen him in sure. years. Officer uh, Tesla. Yeah, Officer Tesla. Yeah, we call him Officer Tackleberry, but he's Officer Tesla, and uh, he's a good man and, uh, and a good golfer, too, he's by the way. 0.5, according to my uh, quick uh, Google it here. Oh, wow. Is he? Out of Scotts Valley. Uh, okay. Saddle that's not, Creek. That's not his blood alcohol level, is it? <laughs> okay. better not be. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Sorry. Okay. Kyle Bailey's going to join us here in five minutes. There's a transition. Thank you. Yeah, I just said, I mean, you know, officers and blood alcohol levels. What are you going to do? You got to just bail out. Am I right? Yeah, you got to bail out. <laughs> Kyle Bailey is going to join us here in about five minutes. Who's Kyle Bailey? Well, I'll tell you who Kyle Bailey is. Kyle Bailey hosts Afternoons on 92.7 FM in Charlotte. And he also is the host of Panthers pregame. And so, Sam Darnold, 49er. Plus, that trade. Oh, yeah, that yeah. trade with the Bears for the number one overall pick? I'm looking at Kyle Bailey's Twitter right now. What and he starts with, there aren't many shows bigger than this one. And he leads with, huh. Panthers trade up to number one with Chicago. So, I want to ask him what he thinks they're going to do in terms of which quarterback they're going to go with. Is it going to be Bryce Young? Do you think they'll go Anthony Richardson? Will they go elsewhere? Yeah. The Panthers have their pick Oh, the litter with the number one overall selection. Well, uh, we'll talk to him shortly, but we'd love your phone calls as well. If you want to break them off, 888-957-9570 is the number right now. And uh, you can weigh in on Sam Darnold to the San Francisco 49ers. And I think here's the question that you want to ask. Like, is this guy any good? (laughs) (laughs) No. Is Darnold a nod to... Or a nod against faith in Purdy and Lance. That to me, that's the question. We were waiting for this, right? And I will admit, it's it's sort of riding the fence. I don't want that to be my take because it's not. I think it's more of a nod to Purdy and Lance than it is against. But you and I had this conversation a few weeks ago. We were waiting to find out who the 49ers were going to bring into the quarterback room, and whoever it was. We were going to sort of feel like that that was a message about how the 49ers feel about Trey Lance. Purdy is under the knife. He could be, should be back week one, but you never know. Yeah. And even if he's ready, is he like ready, ready? Is he up to speed? Is he in shape? So Trey Lance is going to get the offseason as the starter. And it was like if Purdy uh, had had the reconstruction and the Niners were like calling Brady, if they still call Brady... If they go out and try to get someone who's got a lot of starting experience, that was their way of being like, Trey, we don't believe in you. If they go get Nate Sudfeld or David Blau or someone like that, that's their way of being like, we're completely comfortable with Trey Lance. Yeah. Or they could do what they did, which is kind of split the difference a little bit. Get somebody who's in the middle of those. But I still feel like uh, this is enough of a nod to at least say, hey, Trey, we, we, we definitely believe that you... Could be, should be, probably will be. Might be. Our QB1 until Purdy gets back and maybe even, you know, bleed into the season a little but bit. But this also, to me, speaks to the reality that when you're the San Francisco 49ers, you're going to go through, if not one or two or three, mm-hmm. you may need to get to QB4. Yeah, they got to be what, ready, right? What we saw last year was that when you got down to QB4, Josh Johnson, he wasn't good enough. And, you know, your QB4 is never expected to be good enough. But if you go into this year with a QB room of Lance and Purdy and Darnold, whoever your fourth is, maybe it's an undrafted guy or maybe you draft a guy late or whatever, you feel like your QB room is almost as good as it was last year going into the year. It might even be a little bit better. I think, well... Because Purdy is better now than he was. Right, I don't know if it's better. Trey Lance should be better, more experienced. Yes, but you didn't know... Darnold isn't as good as Garoppolo. Well, but you didn't know who Purdy was at the beginning of the year. So you actually had a really good quarterback room, but you didn't know it. Well, you knew that he was better than Peterman. Because you paid Peterman a guaranteed... You mean Sudfeld. Sudfeld, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, you paid whoever. Sudfeld guaranteed money, <laughs> and then you told him to go away. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Darnold, by the way, has started 55 games oh, in the look, league. This He's guy was what, a lot of third overall pick in the draft. Yeah. He was going to get a look for the Jets. And then uh, the thought coming out of the Jets was when you get Darnold, uh, it was the Jets' fault. He's still going to be a viable starter. And then the Panthers felt otherwise. And so here we are. And now let's talk to Kyle Bailey. 
Daily about it, who's out there in Charlotte at 92.7 FM and also hosts the Panthers pregame. Kyle, you're on with Willard and Dibs here at 95.7 The Game. Thank you so much for your time this evening where you are. What do you think? Like, like, what did the Niners get today? What does Sam Darnold still have? Uh, Mark, Dan, I appreciate you having me on. Um, I think that they're getting a guy who can still play. Um, he's still a young guy. And I think that what we saw here late in his, uh, albeit brief tenure, two years, is that when, when he's got the requisites that most quarterbacks need, uh, offensive line play, reliable pass catchers, a running game, um, maybe even more importantly, and then you know, good coaching, that he can win you some football games. Now, I still don't know that we've seen uh, the ceiling of Sam Darnold, how good he can be. I heard you mention the Jets a second ago, and I remember doing a lot of fun, uh, interesting radio uh, two years ago when they first traded for Sam Darnold here in Carolina and saying, you know, hey, both Adam Gase and Joe Douglas admitted that they, the Jets organization, screwed this kid. They screwed him up. And so, you know, we thought here in Carolina, hey, we're getting a, a guy who can still be reclaimed. What we didn't know at the time was Matt Rule was not cut out for the NFL. And so once he was gone, Steve Wilkes took over. He established an identity, run first, defense, asking Sam Darnold, whoever the quarterback was, to hand the ball off, not turn it over. Sam, when he got back and got healthy, we did see some flashes where um, you know he showed us what I still think he can be, and I was very much in favor of him coming back next year in a backup role, knowing the Panthers were going to draft a rookie quarterback. So I, I was a little bit disappointed. I was mid-conversation with Jake DeLome today, Panthers great. When that news broke, and I was, uh, I got to be honest, I was bummed to hear that y'all got him because I hoped he was coming back. Yeah, and we're kind of lightweight excited to have him in the QB room, whether he's QB 2 or 3 when Brock Purdy gets healthy. Uh, we'll be determined by how Trey Lance plays going in. But how has he gone from a guy who was seeing ghosts to being closer to where he was when he was a first-round pick? Uh, well, I think the talent's always been there. I think we all agree with that. Um, you know, albeit a proclivity for turnovers that uh, scared a few too many people or a few people away, understandably. Um, you know, he is, I think he's gotten here because he's stuck to it and he's a good teammate. I mean, Sam Darnold is, is a consummate pro, and I think you're going to find that out there pretty quickly. Um, he keeps his head down, he's uh, straightforward with the media, very polite, very cordial, very professional, uh, and he's a good teammate. He could have made more noise uh, when they brought in Baker Mayfield and some of the things that went on last season, which was an absolute dysfunctional nightmare for the first six or seven weeks. Um, but he continued to be a pro. And so um, if nothing else, he is a very good addition to your or anybody else's locker room. Uh, and I do think that, again, there's still maybe some, some space between where he is and his ceiling. So I don't know if he'll get to reach it there, but I'm curious to find out. Yeah, Kyle, you know what's interesting about what you're saying is the, the admission that the Jets messed this up and then where the Panthers were when they acquired him. I've heard plenty of people, and this was more like a year or two ago, but think that Darnold was the type, if you pair him with someone who's so good with quarterbacks like Kyle Shanahan, there might be something there. Do you still believe that that's the case? I don't know what's there. I don't, I don't know what it is. Um, but to answer your question in a roundabout way, yeah, I do. I think it could be. Um, it's funny, Ben McAdoo got hired to run the offense here last year. And Ben McAdoo, a lot of folks like to tell Ben McAdoo jokes because of the way his head coaching tenure ended in New York. But before that, he was a damn good offensive coordinator, and he was the quarterback's coach for a guy like Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And so last year, you could make the argument that Sam Darnold got you know the best. And maybe it's setting the bar low. I don't know. But he got the best quarterback coaching. Uh, that he's had since he got to the NFL. And while it wasn't always perfect, there were there was a game or two, especially there at the end, where it was just ugly. Um, there were some afternoons where you watched Sam make some throws and you thought, wow, like that that's the guy that was picked third overall and had all the, the, the dreams and aspirations of the Jets organization pinned to his chest. And so I, I think with I think he's gonna have his best chance to be the best version of Sam Darnold with Kyle Shanahan. We actually were comparing, or I was anyway, to Mitchell Trubisky and how he went to Buffalo and was able to rehab his career and go on to, to be a sometime starter in Pittsburgh. Do you think this is how Sam Darnold is viewing this one-year stint in San Francisco? You know, I, I, I can't speak for Sam on how he sees it, but I, I would understand it if he did see it that way. Um, you know, obviously, it's a good system to be in. Uh, he's got a friend there in Christian McCaffrey. That's another thing, too, is that he and Christian had a great relationship here in Carolina. So I can only imagine that's continued. Steve Wilkes is there now. And obviously, Sam is from the state of California. So um, I think he is in an ideal situation. Um, what that means for him moving forward, I don't know. But, um, you know, I think that uh, if he gets an opportunity to play, hell, you know better than anybody, Kyle Shanahan's system 
has allowed so many quarterbacks to, to succeed and uh, win ball games that I, I see no reason why he can't do the same thing. Kyle Bailey in Charlotte with us after the 49ers acquire Sam Donald through free agency. But Kyle, we'd love to hear about that trade too. How'd everybody uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know react to that to going up to grab number one overall? As, as with any big decision, uh, there were some critics. There always will be, but I get the sense that it's mostly excitement. Um, a lot of folks who were hedging and um, you know saying things like, "Man, they better get this right." Well, of course, they they just gave up, you know, two first round picks, which one was really a pick swap this year, two second rounders, and their number one wide receiver, uh, who I happen to think is a hell of a player in DJ Moore. So I understand what they did, and I think um, if you remove the player for a second, the draft capital was really not offensive in any way. And so now they control the draft. Um, we've got an owner here in David Tepper who has not done a lot of losing in his lifetime. I mean, he's kind of considered the Michael Jordan of traders on Wall Street. And, you know, he just became the second wealthiest owner in the NFL with the addition of the Walmart family. So I'm sure that put him in a worse mood. But, like, he's tired of losing. And he's wanted a quarterback since he got here. And they've been through a, an ugly procession of Cam Newton and Kyle Allen and Will Greer and P.J. Walker and Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield and Jacob Eason and on down the line. So... They made a big splash. Um, I don't believe they went up there without knowing already who they'd like to take, but they claim that they need seven weeks to figure it out. So we'll see. But the general sense here is really excitement um, because they haven't done this since 2011. And that worked out pretty well last time with Cam Newton. So uh, now we'll see if our Charlotte Hornets can land the number one overall pick. Right, that, that's that's next up on the dock. <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, exciting to get a chance at Victor Wenbanyama. If you think... If you make a prediction on who they'll draft, which quarterback number one overall, or who do you think that they want at quarterback, is that the same player? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I think what you asked there at the end is the right way to ask that question because I do believe they've they've got their sights set. Um, And I think I know who it is. I I think they're going to draft C.J. Stroud. But I wouldn't be shocked if they took Bryce Young either Um, because I think C.J. Stroud fits the mold of what Frank Reich has always coached. Uh, he has big quarterbacks that usually aren't shorter than 6'3", 6'4". Um, and C.J. Stroud is the prototypical physical quarterback at the position. So I think it's going to be him. Uh, but Scott Fitterer was with John Schneider in Seattle when they won a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson. So he has seen a diminutive quarterback get the job done. So I don't think he's afraid of that. There are some reports that the owner, David Tepper, likes Bryce Young. I don't know if those things are accurate. I mean, we we found out he loved Will Levis coming into this season. I don't think it's going to be Will Levis. I do know that. So um, it's going to be Young or Stroud. I would lean Stroud right now. I think he's been installed as like a three-to-one favorite to be the pick. But Vegas odds makers often get the uh, the pick stuff wrong. So we'll see. But I think C.J. Stroud. Uh, Hey, Kyle, great having you on. Hey, before you go, do you think that Sam Darnold would be okay if, 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 or satisfied if he ends up as just being a third stringer? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was out and about in Charlotte a couple of weeks ago grabbing lunch, and I saw Sam um, at a local establishment, and he just kind of blends in, right? And, and that's when I go back to what I said a couple of minutes ago. You know, he's a consummate pro. He's a good locker room guy. And going back home, I'm sure, means something to him, too. So, you know, he's made a good living in the NFL. I think he'd like to play. There's no doubt he's a competitor. Um, but he strikes me as the type of guy, I'll just put it this way, he strikes me as the type of guy who would be okay in that scenario, yeah. Hmm, gosh, that's an interesting statement. Uh, Kyle Bailey in Charlotte, Panthers pregame, 92.7 FM. Thanks so much, man. Appreciate it, guys. Had a good time. All right, there it goes. I mean, I, I, Strong. I, yeah. I, I, Real I, strong. The sports world yeah. doesn't like that statement that he makes at the end right there. Yeah, he'd be okay. Like, he's a competitor, but, yeah, man, you know, I'm a competitor. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought about. But He's he, a competitor. But he also, like, yeah, he'd be okay being a third stringer. It's like, he's a competitor. But no. I also think in terms of the Mitchell Trubisky comp, I mean, Trubisky was probably not thrilled with being the backup in Buffalo. He only got to throw eight passes, yet he was in need of a reboot. Not a closer. Are we in commercial? Totally, right? <laughs> totally. What happened? Artist Garage Doors is on the phone. He Sam Darnold is in need uh, of a restart. And I'm glad that uh Kyle mentioned his year last year in Carolina because it was the best year of his career. He only threw three interceptions. He started six games, he went four and two, and clearly when they went to Wilkes as the head coach, Darnold was able to start to thrive a little bit. 
after three bad years in New York and then a rough start with Matt Rule in Carolina. And, you know, we talked about this with Alex Smith early in his career. Alex Smith had seven coordinators in seven years, and he never seemed to get that consistency and that traction. Maybe Sam Darnold is a guy who needs to go to a good system and have a chance to to learn and thrive, and maybe he can turn his career around. Yeah, interesting day for the 49ers so far, right? The the big splash is Javon Hargrave from the Philadelphia Eagles, the defensive tackle. They lessen maybe the team that right now is considered their biggest roadblock to uh, to winning the NFC. They also, I think, admit that the Javon Kinlaw experience did not work out, but the 49ers, this particular regime, is always focused on the defensive line, and in theory today, they got a lot better uh, better plugging the run, uh, stuffing things up in the middle, letting those good pass rushers on the outside do their thing. So that move, I, I think, got uh, you know huge applause from uh, from 49er fans. And then the Darnold thing, it's really interesting because people people look at it and be like, oh, Sam Darnold. It's like I don't know. Keep in mind what they're signing him to do. He's not coming here to start. No. He's not even really coming to back up. Probably not. He's coming here to be your emergency break glass Brock Purdy redo. And what do you want out of that guy? If you've got somebody who started 55 games in the NFL, is considered to still have some talent and maybe untapped talent based on what he's had surrounding him, I don't know who... like. Give me the name of who you could have gotten that would have been much better in that role and in that price than point. Sam Darnold. And we don't well, know, I don't what, even know what the price point is. But we it's know? not $10 million. No. Oh, God, it's no. It's probably not $5 million. And I talked a lot about Mitchell Trubisky in terms of a comp. He got $2.5 million to go hold Josh Allen's towel. And that's about, I think, where Sam Darnold is in terms of his career. He mentioned the draft coming up. Carolina picks number one overall. And I just checked the odds. C.J. Stroud is your favorite, minus 275. Wow. So the odds makers are now believing that the Panthers will take Stroud. Bryce Young is the second choice, plus 318. What's Richardson? 375. He's the third choice? Yes, and then it's way up the board to Will Levis. So interesting. It's a cautionary tale for Carolina. All you have to do is look back to Sam Darnold's draft. The year was 2018. The number one pick was Cleveland's, and they took a quarterback, Baker Mayfield. That didn't work out. At number three, the Jets take a quarterback, Sam Darnold. That That didn't didn't work work out. out. At number seven, the Buffalo Bills took a kid out of Fireball, Josh Allen. Fireball. That has worked out. It didn't look good early, but it's working out late. At number 10, Arizona picked a quarterback, the Rosen one. Josh Rosen. That didn't work out. At 32, the Ravens took a quarterback, and they still have that quarterback Lamar for now. Jackson. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. Oh, by the way, that's wild. Mike White was taken in the fifth round of that same draft. Mike White, who just got a new contract today. Yeah, and outlasted Josh Miami, Rosen right? in the league. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah so. which is crazy. So, I mean, yes, you want the number one overall pick, but it's kind of a dice roll with these well, quarterbacks. I'll just say this too on the whole Anthony Richardson hype train that's going on. Look, I'm not a scout. And I and I also Don't cut that mark. I'm not a scout, and I'm not a doctor, and I also think that surroundings for a quarterback matter. You know, like who's your coach, who's your running back, who are your receivers, what's your offensive line. That said, I feel like in the last five years there have been a lot of times where people have looked at quarterbacks and gone, "Gee, the the raw athleticism oh. is." Out of control. 40.5 inch vertical. It's amazing. 10 foot 9 on the broad. Oh, but it's just too raw. It's four, too. 4 3 in the 40. It's too unrefined. I just don't know if it'll translate. I can think of three quarterbacks who got those labels. You want to know what their names are? Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Lamar Jackson. And none of them went in the top five. None of them. And you could make the case of the three best quarterbacks in the league now. So, I, I, this is not me telling anybody to go get Anthony Richardson, but it's funny to me, man. We we still bring with us the old, whether it's PTSD or just learned behavior. We bring with us well, quarterback is supposed to look like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Well, I don't think so anymore. I mean, 
Even Burrow doesn't look like that to me. Who's the quarterback who's crushing it in the NFL right now who plays like Brady and Manning? Who? Who is it? I mean, just a statuesque guy who drops back and just gets in the pocket and throws from the pocket only. Who is it? He doesn't have mobility. I mean... Th- those guys don't exist you anymore. you got to go... Well, they're, they're, they're Jimmy Garoppolo and Derek Carr. Like, that's the... Well, even think about, like, Jared Goff and Kirk Cousins. These are not absolute statues. No. Aaron Rodgers is maybe the closest comp to that, but he, even Aaron Rodgers... Has some out of the pocket well, movement yeah, and some he's, mobility. He's that because he's, he's 39. 39. He didn't yeah. used to be that. He used to move really well. Right. But in terms of like what we do now with our offense and all the RPOs and all, you know, it's kind of emulating what Shanahan does with the player movement, the pre snap motion, and all the rest of it. You've got to have a quarterback who's got some mobility. The days of seven step drop and let me just statuesque in the pocket and sling it, those days are over. Yeah, it seems like it. it well, because you don't have time anymore, right? These well, defensive players are so fast now. How you, and how are you going to beat these other guys? That's the issue. Like, right. you've got this these quarterbacks who can do all the things the statuesque players used to do, and now they've got all of these, these, these other weapons as well. And I know some people are sitting there listening to us and going, that's why the 49ers got Trey Lance. And it's true. I think that's what they were going for. And, and maybe it still will end up being that. I, I don't know. Um, but but even Purdy, you know, Purdy moves around really well yeah. when compared to someone like Jimmy. You know, I mean, that's the thing now. Garoppolo's going to go to this division where he's got to try to beat Mahomes and Herbert and then whatever else is in the AFC, from Burrow to Lawrence to maybe Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers probably going to end up over there. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a, that's a hell of an assignment for Jimmy. It's tough. And ultimately, if you're trying to create a Raiders team that's going to compete in that division, you probably want to focus on defense. I don't know if you can out Mahomes, Kansas City, and I don't know if you can out Herbert, the Chargers. There's some weapons in that, not only in that conference, but in that division. I like what Denver is trying to do. They're going about it a little bit differently. I'm not a big believer in Russell Wilson, but they're not out there trying to beat Kansas City 45-42. That's tough to do. No doubt. No doubt about it. And there's going to be more moves with that team. They're dangling all of their wide receivers. By the way, while we're around the NFL a little bit, this one's a head-scratcher. Did you see this one just come up? That uh, Austin Eckler of the Los Angeles Chargers uh, has requested the ability to seek a trade. That's weird. I mean, Eckler has put up bananas numbers in on that team and in that system and with that quarterback. And listen, if you want to leave the Chargers because they're the Chargers, I totally get it. Yeah. But usually not. If you, Like, he gets the ball on every other play. I don't know. I wonder what he's upset about. Maybe he, the fact that he gets the ball on every other play. Maybe that's a good point. I mean, if you think about like the Le'Veon bellification of you know certain running backs, you know, if you're a running back, you've got a very limited shelf life. Le'Veon Bell touched it over 400 times in consecutive years, and then next thing you know, he was broke down. He wanted a big contract. He didn't get it, and he was out of the league. In a hurry. Eckler's getting 6.25 this year. The cap hit is 7.7. And he's an unrestricted free agent after this upcoming year. And even though he's a running back, and we all shy away from paying running backs... The dude is Christian McCaffrey light, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. The whole, well, so I guess the, the, what's going on there, first of all, they just restructured Keenan Allen and Mike Williams deals, um, but uh, Austin would like an extension. And those talks have stalled, and let's see, let me let me think. What, what would be the reason for that? Oh, right, the Chargers, the Chargers don't pay yeah. anybody. Exactly. They don't pay anybody. Every first-round dra- draft pick ever has held out. From the Chargers because they are notorious in the way that they, yeah, yeah. I mean, the worst in sports, to be honest with you. The worst. Yeah, I mean, the absolute worst. I wouldn't say they're the worst in sports. In terms of penny pinching. Well, I think you may want to uh, take a trip across the Bay Bridge. Okay. And uh, take take 880. Worst in football. You can get off at 66th (laughs) or Hagenberger. I always parked on the Hagenberger side. Shout out South Side of the Collie. It's where the action really is. But uh, you're going to find. They're going to say to the Chargers, hey, Chargers, yeah. hold my beer. Don't take a sip. You're right. That beer costs 15 you're bucks. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. That would be the. By the way, do you believe these? Uh, the reports they seem over the weekend, they're like, uh, you know, almost treating Oakland and Vegas like they're in a race, and maybe they are. Uh, but everybody who I sort of follow who follows this 
says uh, Vegas takes the lead. Vegas is in the lead. I Vegas has been in the lead. Baseball wants the A's in Vegas. Do they? I do. I think so. I'm not sure. About I think that. so. You know what? If I had whatever, if we could do like genie in the bottle for sports, if I if I had three wishes in sports, and this might be something we can do when things actually slow Go down ahead. here, we can do our uh, Christina Aguilera. I'm a genie in a bottle. Sports takes. I'm gonna run me the I would way. use one of my three wishes. On Joe Lacob buys the A's. Because That's, Joe Lacob buys well, the A's. He wants to. If he buys the A's. Standing offer, he says. The shovel's in the ground by morning. And if it's at the Coliseum, if it's Howard Terminal, wherever he wants to build it. He could build it in my old backyard in the East Oakland. Wherever he would want to make it happen, it would happen. It would happen the right way. The A's would stay, and they would not be an embarrassment any longer. I would use one of my three sporting wishes on Joe Lacob buying the A's. What are the other two? I'd have to think about it. Okay. All right. It, that's fair. It, yeah. One of them involves me playing at Augusta. <laughs> Hello, friends. <laughs> I got to use one on myself. Did you ever get in that little lottery deal when you used I, to go no, out there? I, was, I never went out as a media member. Oh, you didn't? No, I went out as a patron. How'd my brother get, Mike got free tickets from the say, neighbor. How'd you, how'd you get tickets? My brother Mike, Mikey 1.0, back when uh, he would get after it quite uh-huh. a bit. And his neighbor said, "Here, I'm giving you my passes for the Masters for the whole week. Just a couple rules. Yeah, one, Lord. you cannot offer me even one penny for these. Number two, don't get them taken. That was the hard part. Because, uh, hello, friends. Oh, my gosh. Your boy was a little yeah. bit thirsty. Oh, they don't mess. No. They do not mess around out there. Yeah. Like, I mean, being at the Masters is like being at the local pool when you're six years old. It's just people yelling at you the whole time. Walk. Don't run. Totally Give me joke. your phone. I mean, just. No like, joke. Everybody's just, yeah, they're mad at you the whole time. And if you scream out like, you're the man. You might get your like, pass taken. Yeah, you're not the man. Right. You're gone. And when you're gone, they take your week-long credential, and the person from whom you got them, they lose the right to have that pass. Yikes. So it's more than just me getting thrown out. Yeah. That's, so, uh, yeah. That, but that that said, oh, my gosh. It's worth it. It's, it's worth best. it. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best. But I would use one of my three wishes on Joe Lacob's by the A's. Yeah. No. Because I, then this Vegas thing goes away. You know the what, The A's though? stay. The A's belong here, and John Fisher, night night. Yeah, can I can I just like please? Come on now, come on. Like, yeah, they might end up in Vegas if they end up in Vegas because uh, everything has been exhausted. But how long are you going to play this game of footsie before you sort of realize that that's exactly what it is? So this is a game of footsie. Like w- w- the Vegas situation with the Raiders. I've always joked. California tried to find a billion dollars for stadiums in San Diego and all these other places. Oh, good to figure out L.A. And, and, and for years and votes and oh, it doesn't work. And finally, the Vegas idea comes up and we're all like, yeah, right. Las Vegas, NFL City. And the city council goes, let's see if we can find a billion dollars. And then they uh, talked until uh, lunch and they came out and they're like, we've, we've we found it. We've got right. a billion dollars. By George, we found it. So why is it taking so long with the A's? They didn't need this long. Why is it taking so long? If you want them in Vegas, they'd be in Vegas. Right. If Vegas wants not. them in Vegas, they'd Vegas, be in Vegas. Vegas wants them in Vegas. But where are you going to put them? In, in the stadium. Okay, oh, great. You're going to build a stadium. And you're going to build Where a... are you going to put the Raiders? We're going to build a stadium. That's a different story. And we're going to put Ice Cube in it, and he's going to perform on a it's stage. a different story when you're dealing with and, football. And Jimmy Garoppolo will be there, and he will be good-looking. Baseball, you're talking about 81 dates. I don't know if the Vegas locals are going to queue up to get out in the heat in July. And I know the stadium will have a roof and air conditioning and all the bells and whistles, but... A baseball game is not as attractive to a local person in Vegas as a hockey game on the strip or a football game off the strip. Countdown coverage to the Warriors and the Suns is starting in about 25 minutes. Willard and Dibbs uh, now 2-6 to six here on 95.7 The Game. Welcome. We thank you. We appreciate you being with us. Stay with us. Give us a shot. All that good stuff. Uh, we are sponsored by AC Transit, and we have this update from the Golden State Warriors. 
Uh, Warriors guard Gary Payton II, who has not played since being acquired from the Portland Blazers on February 12th due to a right adductor injury, was reevaluated in recent days. The reevaluation indicated that Payton II is making good progress. In addition to daily physical rehab work with the team's training staff, which is designed to strengthen his adductor and core, he has started various on-court activities, shooting, etc., and will begin to intensify the on-court workouts in the coming days. He will be reevaluated again in 10 days. March 23rd, another reevaluation. You know how that goes, which means even if that goes as well as hoped, it's, it's another handful of days before he plays. So the original estimate sounds about right. End of the month for GP2. And the original estimate was basically two months uh, from the trade deadline, which was mid-February, which puts you into mid-April, and that's about the end of the regular season, and that feels like the way this was always going to be. So you said March 23rd would be the next evaluation, and let's say that on March 23rd, he's cleared to resume basketball-related activity. It's a good week or two, right, Mark, on the ramp-up, and that gets us into the first week of April. So ideally, you get GP2 back for two or three regular season games, no setbacks, and he's ready to be a part of the playoff rotation. More Warriors updates. Jonathan Kaminga remains out tonight, though had been upgraded to questionable. He will be out tonight against the Suns. No surprise there based on uh, that just kind of scary ankle roll where he steps on the coach's foot or the trainer's foot in, in practice. That foot, the ankle, went almost all the way over and as you know, Mark, the first couple of sprained ankles in your life, oh my God, it's They're like the worst thing hell. ever. Yeah. But when you get to the Steph Curry level, he probably sprains his ankle five times a day. Oh, gosh. His ankle probably rolls constantly. Like he steps on a Lego or something at home, and he's like, oh, sprained my ankle. I'm out for about That's nine worst. minutes. I mean, Lego has built an incredible franchise, but if they could build some sort of like Get the electronic chip in those Legos so that when they, <laughs> once they hit carpet or once they've been untouched for a period of like two hours, a bubble goes. There's nothing, there is no pain on earth like stepping on a Lego. Yeah, I never had that uh, in my first go around. My kids were not Lego builders, thankfully. Uh, one time we got them a Lego to build, and by the time Quest and I got to step three or four, we looked at each other and said, <laughs> blank this. This place is Where's dead anyway. Yeah, exactly. Let's go play Wii. Uh, one more update from more the updates? Golden State Warriors. Ty Jerome and Anthony Lamb are ineligible for tonight's game. Again, both of them have reached uh, the finish line, partially because of number of games, also because the 10-day contract for Lester Quinones has retired so that is a wrap on Jerome and Lamb games until they make a decision. The roster is only 14 tonight. The 15th roster spot uh, will have nothing decided as of yet. But Steve Kerr says he expects a decision on it in the coming days. I believe it will be Anthony Lamb. That's just my prediction. I think so. He provides a lot more that they don't have, especially with uh, GP2 not on the floor. And unless you you do something with one of your veterans who only plays every now and again, then you're going to run out of roster spots. And I think you're right. It is Anthony Lamb who will get the gig. And it sucks for Ty Jerome, but if they do win it all, he would be in line to get a ring. So, we got an update on Ty Jerome. We got an update on Anthony Lamb. We got an update on Jonathan Kamingo. We got an update on GP2. A lot of Warrior updates, except for the one we want. More on that coming up next on Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Okay, fine, people. Here we are. It's Willard and Dibs now. Two to six, 95.7 The Game weekdays. Yeah, word is we're uh, we're doing this every day. So come along for the ride. We know change can be difficult. We know it can be unnerving. Uh, but uh, let's hang, you know? Let's do this. Let's win you over. Or those of you who are already on board or have come up from nine to noon or who knows, maybe you just drive around all day, delivery truck, Uber, whatever it is. Thank you so much. Thank you for being with us. We're going to jump into this opportunity with both feet. And uh, and so here we go. Two tickets to Warrior Spurs. Who's interested? Okay, March 31st. All you got to do is download the Odyssey app or listen at 957thegame.com. Really, that's it. That's it. All you got to do is download the app and listen. The longer you listen, the more chances you got to win. You get an entry per hour. So you listen to an hour, boom, you get an entry. You do that all day long up until you get eight entries per day. So download that Odyssey app. Get over there. Do some listening. Tickets are courtesy of the Warriors. And if you want other tickets or your own tickets, you can always go to Warriors. Dot com Warriors and Sons coming up in the full pregame festivities and the countdown are going to get started here in a little bit less than 15 minutes. So truly, however you bring us in this afternoon, whether it's on the radio, whether it's on the app, whether it's on YouTube, Twitch, uh, whether you're getting in touch on the Xfinity mobile text line, calling us. Thank you for all the interactivity today. We really, really appreciate it and look forward to many, many more shows just like this on in to the future um here's something else we look forward to and there's 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 no great way to talk about this none of us know what's going on i don't think we're ever going to know what's going on dibs the more conversations i have about the warriors the more people are asking questions about andrew wiggins and that's the update we don't have and in fact the only update that we do have is exactly the one we don't want, which is Steve Kerr yesterday saying um, it has changed from he's going to be back to we hope he's going to be back yeah. at some point this year. Again, I, I, like I've got no interest in going down the road of A, speculation, or B, criticism. There's just none of that. But, man, there is just uh, an unending curiosity and an unending hope that everything is okay, I just, I know people have reached a point where they're like, what could this be? What could this be? And, you know, in a respectful way, what does it mean for the Warriors season? I don't think they can do great things in the playoffs without them. I really don't. Well, that's, I think, where it can start and where it should end, quite frankly. If they don't have Andrew Wiggins at all again this year, they're not going to win a championship. Now, I know they won a championship without him, they had Harrison Barnes, and that was almost a decade ago. So in terms of can they do it without Andrew Wiggins right now, this team, I, I don't see it. And Jonathan Kaminga has been a nice breath of fresh air off the bench, but he's not Andrew Wiggins. When Wiggins was at his best in the NBA Finals, in the Western Conference Finals, the NBA Finals, he was their second best player overall, offensively. And defensively, he played the way we all have been dreaming of him playing. Aggressive, 
on offense and an absolute stopper on defense. He was a two-way problem. He was two-way wigs, as people like to say. And if you don't have that Wiggins in the playoffs, I don't know how you win 16 games from April through June. So that being said, you're right about speculation. It's hard to not speculate in terms of what it is. It could be anything. It could be the gamut. What we do know is in his own mind, in his own life, he does not feel like he's fit to play basketball right it's now. It's interesting, though, the, the names you bring up there, you know, Harrison Barnes, whatnot, like this role that Andrew Wiggins plays has a more interesting history through the last decade of Warrior basketball than I think we give it credit for. We're always like Steph Clay Dre, Steph Clay Dre. Well, look at whenever the Warriors have won a championship and who is sort of playing that other wing, if you will. Um, and it's always been a two-way player, and it's always been somebody who has the ability to put up a really, really healthy scoring night in the NBA. Obviously, at a certain point, it was Kevin Durant, so that's different. Um, but Durant, as devastating as he is offensively, was also great defensively for those Warrior teams. And before that, it was Harrison Barnes. This threesome, this Warrior threesome of Steph Clay Dre has never won a ring without someone really effective playing two-way wing basketball, three-pointers, and slashing to the hoop, sort of an all-around player. They've never done it without great play in that spot. And, and yes, I am going to use that word for Barnes back in the first championship because I know he wasn't as consistent as you wanted him to be, but there were nights where he really shined, and he was important. And, and, and then Durant, obviously. I don't need to tell you about that. And then Wiggins last year. Some people thought he was on the doorstep of being the finals MVP if Steph didn't have that game four in Boston. So um, they can't do it without him. They can't do it. Without him. I think you're right. And he's not here. Yeah. And so I just want to sort of almost give a nod to people. It's like this. there's this guilt that, that, that sits with you when you even ask. Because the Warriors have coached us into this like it's very secretive. Yeah. And it's very serious. And so we can't ask questions. And it's like you're right. But we still care about Warrior basketball. And they can't win without him. Right. So it's two different things at the same time, and they are at cross-purposes because you don't want to pry, and we don't want to speculate here on the radio because ultimately you're speculating, and whatever you say is most likely wrong. But there is a certain part of it, too, is frustration as a Warrior fan because if you knew what it was, then you could at least in your own mind say, that makes sense. Yep. I get it. Yep. All the best, Andrew Wiggins, and I can see why you're not playing. Or if you don't know what it is, you might look at it, and there's rumors out there on what it could be. And if you believe the rumors, and then you're thinking, well, you should be able to play through that. Yeah, that's if that's I mean. what you believe. You know, if you believe it's something, and I've been using the sick goldfish as, <laughs> as kind of a lighthearted way to look at it, because if his goldfish is sick and he's missed, now it'll be 12 games, right? Tonight will be... The 12th game I think he's missed, or 11th or 12th. Oh, no, it's, it's been a month. Whatever. If it's due to a yeah. sick goldfish, we would feel differently than if it was a serious illness to somebody very close I to mean, him. I don't, I don't want PETA coming after me, but most parents I know are rooting for the goldfish to die. Thank you. Right? You come home from the fair, and the kid's like, look what I want. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to cry all that. Exactly. Right? How and long until I get the flush Goldie? Usually that Goldie is gone within 48 hours when you come yeah. home from the fair. I do have an experience where the uh, the goldfish brother the goldfish not only made it years the goldfish relocated with me the goldfish no way. the goldfish rode in a u-haul on <laughs> i5 from la to san francisco and made it. Really? Made it. That's a shocker. You ever hit a bump in a U-Haul and have a fish in there? There's been the most, this most uncomfortable moment of my life. It's a sloshing. You're flying around with water <laughs> everywhere. You're like, dude, are you okay in there? Fish is flying around in a bowl. Made it. Made it. Made it all the way. That's Kettle crazy. Kettleman City, in and out, everything. Made it. I'm like, dude. Anderson's pea soup. I'm oh, like, I've about had it with you. <laughs> you like, I changed the goldfish's name to Garoppolo because he just wouldn't leave. Exactly. And then finally, and then that was. It. That's the way that goes. And he, but, he lives in Vegas now. So. And oh, okay. Yeah. The goldfish does. Well, both of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. And the goldfish is in heaven, fish heaven. But 
to that point, you don't want to speculate, but you can't help but think, like, what is it? That way, well, at least yeah. if you knew what it was, you could kind of feel a certain way about it. Although, I think about, like, Naomi Osaka, for example, and she just got to the point where, you know, mental illness right. overtook or mental challenges or, you know, an inability to even go out there and play. Right. And, you know, some people judge her a certain way about it. Other people, I totally understand it. So no matter what it is with Andrew Wiggins, there's going to be some people who say, oh, you should have been out there. Well, I'm starting to feel it already. And again, I just think it comes from angst. People are fans and you want them to win and they need Andrew out there. But but people are starting to reach the point. They're like, I can't think of what the thing would be that would hold you out this long. Right. And so that's... That's on the doorstep of criticism, right? But you know, then then the guilt starts to come in and and uh, and sort of changes it uh, in in the other direction. So, all right, look, this was a whole hell of a lot of fun. Let's uh, let's do this every day, okay? Um, Even Saturdays and Sundays? No, 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 no. So let me okay. uh, let me rephrase. All right. uh, let's do this most days, okay? I'm into it. All right, um, Willard and Dibs, and again, uh, we're very very just. Uh, we feel very lucky to have this opportunity, and uh, we're going to rock it to the best of our abilities, and we hope you're along the ride, and we'll uh, we'll see you again tomorrow. Um, the Warriors are coming up next, and what's up uh, next on the game is brought to you by Fremont Bank. Warriors Live with John Dickinson is ahead. Warriors versus Suns for Dan Dibley, Mark Willard. And you can uh, We'll bring something back here for a second. You can shoot your shot. That's all you got. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t